You ready for Freddy? Now that's a fucking bong hit. You are listening to Thanks for the Invite podcast with Freddy Korea. Hey guys, this is my last episode while I'm 37 years old. So, it's going to be a quick intro. I've uploaded uh, another episode, the part one of this, last week. And this is part two with my cousin Linda. And on this part of the episode, we talk about dreams. And we, she goes into detail on some very vivid dreams she's had. And it's kind of like a series I want to get into about dreams. So I'm going to have more people on uh, talking about different aspects of dreams, whether it's astral projection, uh, lucid dreaming, where you control your dreams, you're aware that you're awake, uh, you're aware that you're dreaming, so it's like you wake up in your dream, kind of like Inception. Makes me want to watch that movie again. Uh, it's been a while, but it's it's something I really want to get into. So, no no uh, official series. It's more of an unofficial dream series. We're going to have on and off on the podcast. I have a few people I've talked to that they want to share their experiences. So, uh, Linda was the first on this subject. So, the first, the part one episode of this is uh we we ended up talking a lot about texas <laughs> so we just made that part uh a whole episode about texas and how uh our families met uh because we didn't grow up together we my mom is her mom's sister but they didn't know they existed because it was from uh my grandfather's first love and he didn't even know my mom existed. He never knew, actually. So it's it's a crazy, it's a tragic story, but it's happy. It's tragic because my mom never got to meet her dad. But it's a happy ending because she did get to meet her sisters and enjoyed each other. And now I have a, a bigger family that I've, my family has grown. And I've, I have a lot of family members in Texas that I have reached out to some I haven't met face to face but it's that's the happy ending to it so it's it's really nice and to to have awesome family and they're cool sometimes you have some family members they suck they suck ass not not in this case so super happy to have on the show today my cousin Linda and here we go let's get it started what dreams may come and I don't know. Yeah, I think we do talk about that. Yeah, that's why I named it that. Yeah, that's why I named it What Dreams May Come. As my cousin Linda was talking, at one point I started thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute. I know what to name this episode. So, yeah. Oh, one more thing. Two more things. Linda said that on the podcast... We said we were talking about Wes Craven, and whatever we said about Freddy Krueger and Wes Craven, it's inaccurate. 
so that's uh <laughs> she said it's fake news whatever we said about Wes Craven it's not it, I I don't know uh it's not official okay we messed up right there we're just talking you know bro science sometimes you're talking we're talking like you know back in the day remember when you would talk and you would say stuff and no one would ever check fact check it so yeah that's uh that's a fact checked right there so whatever we said right there forgive us and there was something else i forgot what it was but uh oh one thing i do want to mention i talk about having a dream of me being a ninja <laughs> i had a dream when i was a kid and i looked it up meaning of being a ninja I can't believe there's stuff like this. Oh, I cannot find it. Let me let me look it up like this. What does it mean when you dream you are a ninja? Oh, here it is. To dream of a ninja represents an aspect of yourself that is expert, perfect, or adept. You or someone else that knows exactly what to do or deals with problems perfectly. Oh, negatively, ninja in a dream may reflect feelings of fear that other people in your life always have perfect solutions to defeat you with ease. God damn it. That's too deep for... I mean, I was five years old when I had this dream. You'll hear my dream on the episode where I, I dreamed I was a ninja, so... Who who writes this stuff? Somebody takes the time to define what dreams mean. And that's one of them. To dream that you're a ninja. That's what it means. Okay. I don't know. I, I still don't know what that means. I have no idea. But enjoy this episode, guys. Uh, it is going to be my birthday tomorrow. So I'm not sure... I might wait till next week to upload the next episode. So it's going to be a fun, fun rest of the week. I have it off. We're on a little staycation, Lizzie and I. The surprise party went perfectly. It was fun. And I'm so glad I recorded the audio of the journey of doing the whole surprise party because it's now a nice memory. So that's pretty cool gonna be a nice memory to listen back to and all right let's get this started enjoy the episode guys happy birthday august babies alisa happy birthday alisa august 18th here we go let's rock this episode and go I've had dreams since I was a kid, but I finally started noticing I need to pay attention to this. Yeah. So that's why I made that post. I was like, who has had out of body experiences, uh, astral projection, you know, um, lucid dreams or where you could control it? Because it's, it's one of the things that like it's it, it's been on my mind, but it's finally has started really intriguing me. Yeah. I've been doing research on it. And it's so crazy to me how we, as humans, we live 
let's say 16 hours a day and then for eight hours, six, seven hours, if you have kids, four hours, I don't know, <laughs> you go into a different place. Yeah. You're, it's like your body has to rest. It's so bizarre to me. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and I've I've watched some videos on it and all that, but nobody really can explain it. Nobody can explain dreams. Why do you dream? Yeah. Um, but but like, what are some some of the experiences that you've had that made you want to comment on the post? Because you know, I was surprised that you commented on it. But like, <laughs> so, is this where I get to tap into my Miss Cleo? section that we're <laughs> like you know let me bring out the crystals and everything and yeah yeah <laughs> tell you my brujerias and stuff like that um so growing up you know and I don't know if it's a cultural thing too like you know you know Latinos just seem to me at least I believe that we just seem to be so in tune to our spirits and to the spiritual world um whether it's through your religion you know like the Holy Ghost or if it's um you know um getting very vivid dreams or it's you know you just kind of have this sense of you know being really connected with that I mean whether you are connected to it or not you kind of at least for me growing up we would hear of stuff like you know stories or um, we'd hear something like you know like I said and how I started was that there's you know you'd have a relative or somebody that would have you know kind of some advice or some type of like you know, oh, they can do cura de ojo, you, you know, stuff like that, or, you know, kind of these things. And, you know, um, so growing up, it always kind of felt like, you know, if I had a weird dream, that's what this meant. Because grandma said that, you know, if your teeth, if you dream your teeth falling out, that means death. Like, you Ooh. know, that's what that means or uh -huh. if you meet if you dream a snake that means gossip or you know kind of these different like meanings yeah. and so growing up I'd always hear my mom say that and my grandma say stuff like that and so you know it, how true is it I don't know but then you know you dream your teeth falling out and then it's like you know a few weeks later you hear oh well you know so and so passed away and it's like oh shit that's what it was it was the dream like you know I yeah. can predict it I can predict it you know <laughs> and stuff mm -hmm. like that but I mean that's you know kind of like what I'd always hear growing up was stuff like that and yeah. so um you know I kind of like so when I was little I you know I'd have dreams or whatever but you know would tell my mom if it was really weird or anything like that it wasn't until like I was I guess an adult um, where I really started getting these more vivid dreams, like more lucid dreaming. Uh -huh. And, um, you know, thinking back, because it was funny, because when you had posted that, I was like, oh, well, yeah, and my husband will tell you, yeah, she's got some like crazy dreams and stuff that's happened. And, um, you know, I've kind of thought like, you know, thinking back to like, even when I was a teenager, I've had some weird experiences around dreams and sleep and stuff. So it was like, huh. Okay, yeah, that stuff has happened, even as I was a teenager. But like, I feel like as I've gotten older, it's gotten more 
enhanced, I guess. And one of the times, like, you know, before my grandma had passed, um, years before she had started getting sick and everything, um, I had a really weird dream. Not so much. Yeah, I guess it was weird. I was in college and I was dreaming my grandpa or I was dreaming our grandpa every night. And But it was to the point where it was scaring me because it wasn't like, I don't know, it, it felt like he was coming to me all the time. But like the, it, like, I don't know if he was trying to tell me something or he was just messing with me, but it just like, it was scaring me on how often I was dreaming him and how vivid it was. Like, it just was really like an intense dream where it felt so lifelike, you know, it felt so real to me. And I remember calling her one day when I was in college and I was like, you know, I keep dreaming him. I don't know what this means. And it's scaring me. I was like, he's not doing anything. It's just freaking me out. Like, is it because I'm stressed? Like, you know, is it because midterms are coming up or something? Like, what is this? You know, is this a stress? You try to find an explanation for it. Because right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever and noticed so- uh, sometimes like in a dream, you, you, you remember something about your dream and you're like, wait a minute. I was just thinking about that. Could have been in my subconscious. Yeah, you know, I've thought about that, too. And it's so funny. So when I was in college, that's when I really started getting really interested in my dreams more on like, because like I said, you know, growing up, if I had something weird, I would, you know, tell my mom, I always go would go to my mom, if it was something weird. And then, you know, if my mom thought it was weird, too, then we kind of go up the chain and go to grandma, you know, and it would be yeah. like, you know, who's got an answer for this? <laughs> you gotta so, escalate you know, it. <laughs> yeah, you know, go up the chain of command. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so with those dreams about my grandpa or our grandpa, my grandma was like, oh, he's just probably messing with you. Yeah, dile que, mm-hmm. you know, que se pasiva, you know, yeah, dile que se vete. Just leave. Tell him to leave you alone. And I was like, well, I don't want to meet you. She's like, no, no, no. And like one thing about my grandma, she was always like that. Like, ah, yeah, con todo eso. Like, you know, she just kind of be like very like, you know kind of straight to the point And, you know, like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, get on to him nothing. and tell him. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, like, you know, like, tell him to leave you alone. Yeah, tell him that I t- I said to tell, you know, that <laughs> I told you to tell him, you know, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. grandma. And so, you know, I think I had dreamt him one more time. And in that dream, it was kind of like, you know, okay, stop or something like that. And then it stopped, like, you know, and it, it wasn't weird anymore. And the next time I had dreamt him, it wasn't like, you know him messing with me or it was just kind of more like how I would want him to visit me in a dream where it was like you know kind of seeing seeing him sit outside of the house and you know or sitting at the breakfast table and you know stuff like that and then um you know it was kind of nicer so I think and grandpa was a huge prankster I mean huge so for that dream where it was like when I was in college and it was like scaring the crap out of me and I had called my mom, you know, like worried. And then I had talked to my grandma and she was like, Oh, you know, he's obviously pranking you in the afterlife, even like, you know, (laughs) and he's gone and he's still messing with us. So, you know, that was kind of like, but I think it was like after that, like really in college, I had started looking into, you know, what do dreams mean? And, you know, Mm -hmm. I dreamt this, which interestingly, I found out because again, around finals time, I was super stressed. And I just remember telling, like, it's an inside joke with my, you know, best friend. And I had this 
really weird dream and I remembered something here. Um, I had this weird dream of Shamu and she's like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, you know, that's so random. And the dream was just super weird. And if I were to explain it, I would look like the biggest dork ever, which, you know. Yeah, when you try to explain it. Yeah, you know. Like, and so, but I, it doesn't, halfway through, you're like, this, this is not going to make sense to you. Yeah, no, well, no. I'm not even going to try to explain it to you because I'm just, you know, for everyone out in the world to hear already some of this weird, crazy shit I'm going to say. Anyway, this is just dorky as it is. So I'm like, you know, going to spare and try to save myself the embarrassment. But my best friend knows this story. And, you know, it was about Shamu. And it was weird. And I was like, it was so random. And like, it involved like, I visited SeaWorld and I saw Shamu and I like was speaking well. I don't know, right? It was weird. And so we busted out laughing. Tell, tell, me, tell me more about it. You might think it's weird. <laughs> You might think no, it's weird. No, so here's I'm the interested. Thing. It's that weird. That you were speaking well? That's crazy <laughs> shit right there. No, not speaking well. So you know how Dory on Finding Nemo is like, mm-hmm. I can speak well. And she's just pretty much like, how are you? Like, you know, making yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. Okay. So that's pretty much what I was doing, thinking I was talking to Shamu. <laughs> and so I was telling my best friend this. And I was like, it was so weird. And then I was like, then a dolphin was there. Like, I don't know. It was just random. But and were I, you doing that in your dream, like, in, in Finding Dory? Like, or were you really, like, in, in your dream, you really spoke? No, 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 no. It was more like like Finding Dory. Like, I just sounded like an idiot. Oh, okay, okay. To, oh, well. <laughs> exactly. Embarrassing. And so I was telling her, and we were laughing our heads off in our dorm room. And then I was like, I wonder what that means. And so, you know, because like I said, I was really curious about dreams at that point. And so I looked it up because my mom had got me a dream book or something like that. And um, I looked it up and I was like, huh, interesting. Wells means when you dream of a well, it means you're stressed. And I was like, well, I guess that makes sense with finals coming up, huh? (laughs) So she was like laughing her head off. My best friend was just like, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So anytime like I've been under super stressful stuff in my life, she'll like send me an image of a whale or something. And it's like, I know what you're going to be dreaming of because yeah. you're stressed. And so had you ever been to SeaWorld or what had you what had you have seen of Shamu? Like, did you see what was it that Free Willy? No, uh, see that's that's what's weird. It's like no, I had like no reason to dream of a whale at the time, so it was like you know because that's why I was like. You oh, never been to crazy. a marine world I'm, or sea I had, world? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. I had I have been to Sea World. Yeah. You know, like the do you year like before. whales. Oh yeah. Like, you, are you obsessed with them? Like, no, like, obviously uh, not. But yeah. you know, it was just kind of like like. Would you say a whale's my favorite animal? No. Would I yeah. have had like, you know, whale pajamas or stuff like that or like a stuffed animal? No, I had nothing of that. Uh-huh. It was just so that's why I thought it was so random. It and is when very I looked random. it up, that is very it random. Is. It's very random. And then uh-huh. to be thinking I'm talking to a freaking whale, like communicating with it. And then that's when yeah. I was like, it was so weird. And you know, I was explaining it to my friend. And when we looked it up, I was like, huh. It means you're stressed. I was like, good to know. 
just confirms that I'm super stressed at the time. Nice. After after your dream, do you remember seeing anything that had to do with Wells while you're awake? Like, did it pop out? Oh, shit. I just dreamed of the Wells the other day. Anything pop out? No, 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 no. It's just like, so when I wake, so usually when I have like really weird dreams and stuff like that, I mean, that's like an embarrassing, funny story of it. But to get more serious about it, like after I've had dreams where it's kind of like that, where it's like, oh my God, that's weird or that's random. Uh I'll wake up and I'll retell it. Like I'll say it out loud to myself. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of like, yeah, you're trying to go through the whole thing. Like, if you just watch the movie, the story, you know, and then I'll like, you know, depending on what it is or who it involves, I'll tell them. Like, you know, usually now, I mean, now it's you know, my husband's here all the time, so it's like, you know, I'll wake up in the morning and I'm, dude, I had this really weird dream, and I'll like start Uh telling him, and he'll be like, huh, that's weird or that's interesting. So, but he'll kind of ask me like, well what do you think that means? Or why would you dream that? Or, you know, or, you know, kind of question like whatever it is or, you know, whatever I'm kind of hung up on. But, um, so, but, but here, here's the thing. Like when you tell the story, like when, when it's so fresh on your head, you want to tell somebody right away. Um, I do that too with Lizzie and Lizzie has done it with me, but don't you feel like when, when you're telling it, when it's so fresh and you're like, oh, man, I feel so dumb because I feel like this doesn't make sense. You know, just like the well thing. But even if it's as simple as, like, I was eating a burrito, but it's like, why does she care that, about that detail? Doesn't Don't you feel, like, a little bit like, ah, why am I telling all this? Ah, never mind, you know? Like, well, no, do I don't. Way? No, no, oh, okay, because, good. well, because, again, growing up, you know, we talk about our dreams. So, yeah, like, you good. know, cool. that was kind of encouraged. And so, like, you know, if, especially if we had bad dreams, like, you know, like nightmares and things like that. And it would be scary or something. You know, my mom would say, well, tell me what happened. Or, you know, my sisters would even say, you know, they would call my mom, you know, and say, you know, I had this really weird dream about like, you know, so-and-so in the family. Have you heard from them? Are they okay? Like, you know, it's just really weird. And so, you know, so growing up, it's always kind of been like that. And even our cousins, I mean, they grew up, you know, like that too, where they would have weird dreams and say, you know, I had this dream. So, you know, it's kind of like normal, I guess for me, like, you know, to talk about stuff like that. So when I've always talked, I mean, even the embarrassing whale dream and call it, you know, with my best friend, you know, she laughed and kind of thought it was weird, but she always kind of was interested in my weird dreams anyway because like I had known her since high school so I would tell her you know oh my god this is what I had I had this really weird dream and I would tell her back then but it wasn't anything like that it was just kind of like like Mm. a fun episode of something you know like sitcom or like some type of drama show in my head but you know and so she's you know we've been friends forever so she's used to that too of our yeah no and 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 the only reason I say that is because I'm just speaking from my own experience. Just me, just being self-conscious, maybe. Uh, or obviously, yeah, it's because I'm being self-conscious. But when I try to explain a dream to somebody, I always feel like, ah, what am I saying? I'll just shut up now. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But then there's other dreams where I do feel like like it's like, oh, shit, I could write a movie about this. 
this could yeah. be a movie, you know? Like that lady that wrote Twilight, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know her name, the author of uh, the books. She said that she, the first book, or I don't know if all of them, but that was all a dream. And she decided to write it down. And well, she became like, a millionaire. Um, what's his name? Wes Craven, right? Is he the one that did um, Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah. yeah. Wes Craven. Freddy Krueger was a nightmare of his. So Freddy Krueger was, you know, his nightmare and he wrote it. He, you know, wow. because that was, you know, his fear of, you know, he'd see this man like that was burned and, this, you know, his hand and whatever. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he wrote it down. He was encouraged to because it was a night, ter- you know, a nightmare, a night terror for him. So what they had, you know, told him to do was to do like a dream journal and, and write it down and try to get a hold of it. And then that's how he ended up writing, you know, a nightmare on Elm street was, you know, yeah, it is scary. So, but I was like so nightmares. interested in that because again, like the whole dream and stuff. I mean, yeah, I was like, as a kid, I was like, Oh my God, this is scary crap. But part of me was like, that is so cool. Like, you know, because it was yeah. like, you know, yeah. that the fact that it was his dream and like, you know, so and like, um, what's her name? Mary Shelley, the author that wrote Frankenstein. Um, mm-hmm. She was like, I may be doing getting this wrong, but I think she was pregnant at the time, too, when she was writing the book. But that had to you know, she had some dreams about that too and stuff. And so anyways, it's like, you know, it's kind of crazy. Like if you really tap into your dreams and kind of like mm-hmm. what goes on with you some subconsciously too, you can really, you know, get control a little bit of it, of like, you know, if you start hey, dreaming. Huh? I'm going gonna, I'm mm-hmm. gonna to look her up and find out more information because I've heard her name before uh, when you see Shelly's Frankenstein. And yeah. And yeah, I'm gonna look look her up and find find Which, out. That's know, very the interesting. The book is really good because I took a um, what was it? An English lit class. What was it? Women in in English lit or something like that in college, and um, we talked about her for a while, and uh, I I was just fascinated with it. Just you know, her whole background story and everything. Look, it's it's really cool. It's really interesting, and it's yeah. you know. For the time being, you know, that Frankenstein was scary, you know, like. Yeah, it was, but, there was nothing else like it. Yeah. There was nothing right. else like, like when you hear of, um, okay, like something modern, The Matrix, you've never seen any movie where you're living inside of a, like a, a like a, what do you call it? Another uh, reality, yeah. another. Um, yeah, like dimension. a video game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's um, there's another movie. I, it skips my mind right now, but that came out around the same time. But it was like the same idea, where mm-hmm. but there, you had never seen anything like that before. So I get this. It's like Mary Shelley, for her to um, Chelly, Mary Chelly, like sound like a Mexican Shelley, um, Chelly, but her to write something like that, like I don't, yeah, there had never been anything written like that. A man, a, a, a monster that was built from different parts of different other people's bodies. Yeah, that's oh, pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. But, have you ever yeah. written down like? Have you ever had like a dream journal? I know you had like a, a book that you to see the definitions or the meaning of dreams. But have you ever written down like a journal right after you wake up? You start writing it down. Have you ever done that? No, not really. Um, I mean, I've done it with 
some like I've like I should, but I know there's some that I have that really stood out and I wrote as I wrote down as um you know something as something that I wanted to remember and talk about, but it was like so detailed and so, you know, lifelike that I didn't want to lose those really crucial detailed parts of it. So I, you know, write it down. But um, where are those at? They were like in journals at the time that I was like chronicling whatever at the time, whatever I felt was important at that time. But, you know, trying to do journaling that way. Um, Most recently, um, I haven't done anything like that. I've, again, if it's one that really stands out, then I will, you know, kind of jot it yeah. down so I can have you, I write it down as a story and, you know, kind of do it that way. Yeah, no, yeah, like like the kind of like in sequence kind of what happened mm-hmm. and everything. And now, have you ever had um, a repetitive dream where you go back to the same world or same place? Um... Trying to think. Like like where you're like, I've been here before. You ever had that um, before? No, well the, the one the, the only time that's really happened like that was when I was dreaming of my grandpa. It was like the or of grandpa. It was that same time. That's what that was was what was freaking me out was it was kind of that same thing over and over, like happening over and over. What oh. happened? I don't know. He was doing something and it was you know, he was either pranking me or something and it was freaking me out. But, um, yeah. you know, that that's the only time I can really think about where it was, you know, repetitive like that. Yeah. I have had like, you know, a constant nightmare where it was like a variation of like something different. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the same concept, but it wasn't the same place or anything like that. Okay. But it was but, the same concept. Yeah. Yeah, you know, kind of like, you know, whatever the fear was, you know, always presented itself the same way, but it was just, you know, in a different setting where the scenario was a little different, but the outcome was always the same. You know what I mean? Like, you know. What was the outcome? Well, you know, it just, I didn't want to really get into it, but it was like, you know, like something being harming, like, you know, something that was like my worst fear happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um that's what you know was going on and so it always I, I, seemed like it was the same thing just i had a i had a dream when i was um five years old i remember <laughs> i was i definitely wasn't you know either it was four or five but i remember you know being the youngest out of my siblings you know, i was all into ninja movies karate kid all that stuff and I dreamt myself, but my my body was not little. I was an adult. And I remember I was like a ninja. <laughs> it's going to sound as weird as you as might I think uh, the Shamu. Yeah, the, the well. Okay. I was a ninja in this, in this dream. And I'm all jumping through obstacles. And um, like if I was in a video game or something, and I'm just like, running trying to run away from the bad guys or i don't know what it was but then all of a sudden i ran into this old lady mm-hmm. and this old lady was my mother mm-hmm. and i recognized her it was so weird and i remember i i took care of her and i'm like 
and I recognize they're like in my dream, my first soul or something. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like that kind of like when you dream of somebody, even though you don't really recognize their facial features, you recognize their like, you know who it is, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I, I don't know if I'm explaining it well, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was a dream I had. You know, I'm, I'm going to be 38 now. This was uh, 33 years ago. OK. And I still remember the, the, the minor details of me. Like if I was to draw it, I could draw my, my body and I could draw the lady uh, on the side of the road. And it was like a, an older lady. And I know it was my mom. Anyway, so how I told my mom. how does that make you feel, though? So now when I'm older, and I told my mom this a long time ago when I was a kid. I told her about that dream. And now that I'm older, even though she's not near me, I feel like it was maybe something prophetic, even though mm-hmm. she's not here now. She's in Reno. Mm-hmm. But like when this pandemic started and shit got crazy, I told her that I, I, I told her in March, like I think it was March 13th or 14th, because all of a sudden the governor announced that they were going to close everything. I told her, mom, you need to get on a plane. I'm going to buy the plane ticket. You need to come over here. And she's like, I just bought groceries. I'm like, nope, I don't <laughs> care. I thought, yeah. I don't care if you just bought groceries. You're going to have to come over here. She's like, how long? I'm like, I have no idea. We're going to have to figure this out. But, you know, nobody knew anything in the yeah. beginning. You right. Know, everything got shut down. Non-essential businesses were shut down. She's like, oh, I have a dentist appointment. I'm like, mom, trust me, that's going to shut down. Like, I'm like, and, and out of, I don't know what night it was. I told her, I remember, I remember. It came back to me and I told her, I said, mom, you know, I had this dream when I was a kid that I was going to be taking care of you. And even though like right now she's not here with me, but like I'm always looking out for her. I call her every day. Yeah. Uh, take care of uh, the cell phone bill or I like I'll buy her like um, I, I got that, you know, the DoorDash, uh, yeah. Uber Eats, whatever. I'll, I'll be like, what do you want to eat today? And then I just send it over and I stay on the yeah. phone until she, you know, she get like I'm I'm. Even though, like, yeah, my mom was one, but I, I had this prophetic dream that I was going to be taking care of my mom somehow, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it was, mm-hmm. it was, it's so bizarre to me. It's so bizarre because it sounds really weird. Like, why the hell was I a ninja and this and that? Like, I don't, you know, but like, yeah, it, it just really, really weird. Well, did you ever look it up? Them. Like, what does it mean to no. dream a ninja? Well, if, if you're a ninja. <laughs> Yeah. No, like seriously. What like, if what you does dream that you're a ninja? <laughs> I kid you not. I like as weird and as funny as like it no. sounds. I will do that. Like if it's like, oh, um, why would I dream that I was, you know, doing this or that? Or what does that yeah. mean? And, you know, as weird as it would be, I would um, look it up like way before I even yeah. had kids. And I would, you know, like if I had dreamt myself pregnant or something. And I was like, that is super weird. Like, one, I'm not trying to have any kids right now. I'm not even thinking about wanting to have kids. You know, it was like, oh, boy, who in the family is pregnant? Because that's what it would mean. Like, you know, it was like, oh, somebody, somebody close because it was me. So it's got to be like one of my sisters or somebody. And, you know, it was stuff like that. And then, you know, I had looked it up like, you know, well, what does that mean? And it could say, you know, well, it could mean like new life or you're starting a new chapter of something or you're ready, mm. like, you know, like something new, you know, would yeah, be yeah. 
born into the world or whatever it is that you were doing, you know, so there's that. So sometimes it's like, you know, like I said, growing up, we kind of had different meanings of like, you know, what my grandma would say stuff had meant. So, um, you know, if I had dreamt pregnancy or babies or something like that, to me, and like in our family, it would be like, oh, that means there's a new like life coming. So that means somebody's pregnant. Like who's yeah. pregnant? who was pregnant in the dream and who, you know, so everybody would want these details of like, I would say, Oh, you know, we were all at mom's house and I was holding like Whoa. a baby girl and they would be like, well, who, who was in the dream? Like, you know, and I would be like, well, it was really weird. Cause it was me. I was holding this little baby, but it wasn't mine. And so you were in the dream and so-and-so was the dream. And we'd be like, Oh man, who's pregnant so and then it would come out that like two months later it was one of my sisters they're like i'm pregnant yeah you know. <laughs> and it's funny because like my mom had posted it was so hilarious so my mom had dreamt like let's see it was before i had daniela so she had said you know posted it all on facebook i'm dreaming babies who's pregnant she put it out yeah. there, you know, and I was like, oh, my God. And, of course, here comes all of our cousins, right? They're like, not me, Thea. No, not me, Thea. And, oh, <laughs> hell no. And so, you know, cousins are tagging each other, and they're like, you know, could it be you and this and that, and could it be so-and-so? And she's like, no, it is not me, and blah, blah, blah. And I was cracking up because one of my nephews puts on there, he's like, oh, no, Grandma, I was dreaming kid, you know, a baby, too. And he's like, that means somebody in the family is pregnant, right? And so I was cracking up because I already knew I was pregnant. And so I was oh, like, oh, my snap. God, this is funny because nobody wow. else knew. Because I, yeah. I had known and my husband had known, but we had not told anybody because, yeah. you know, it was too early to tell anybody, you know, like, you know, I had wanted to wait a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so I was cracking up and I was like, I wonder if she's saying that because she's like, she knows it's me. And so, yeah. you know, somebody had, you know, tagged me in it. And I was like, nope, not me. Because, of course, I was like, I'm not going to announce it on Facebook just yet. Like, you know, <laughs> I, was like, I wasn't Facebook ready yet. So yeah. I was cracking up because I was like, no. And then I was throwing other suggestions. I was like, maybe it's my sister-in-law and maybe it's so-and-so. And like, you know, all these. Maybe it's Freddie and Lizzie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. It's somebody. It's totally not me. And it was hilarious because I had my mom going with this and I'm sitting next to her and laughing and knowing that I'm pregnant. And I was oh, like, wow. I don't know, mom. And then to top it off, my sister-in-law, she's so sweet. She's like, hey, I want to invite everybody over. I'm making dinner one night. And I was like, oh, mom, she's inviting us over. Why do you think she made it? She's making us dinner. And she's like, oh, my God, she's pregnant. You think she's pregnant? <laughs> I was cracking up inside. So I was like, I don't know. We'll see. And then all at the end, I was like, it was me. Everybody's like, and you knew that whole time. I was like, well, what y'all expect? I wasn't going to say, oh, just because <laughs> mom put on Facebook that she dreamt a pregnancy, you yeah, know. exactly. But it was weird. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like, so in our family, like, you know, that's kind of what pregnancies and babies mean. It's like, oh, you know. But it's Who like. Knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe it's like the, the spirit or the soul of the baby announcing to its family members and through dreams like hey i'm on my way it's a y'all get ready for me because i'm about yeah. to join this 
All y'all yeah. crazy? I don't know. I really do think though. So like, you know, and that's where, you know, it's like you may have people that listen and be like, that's a load of crap and like, you know, whatever. And that's why I was saying, you know, the whole Miss Cleo thing of like, you know, call me now. But it's like, you know, (laughs) I've had very, very vivid dreams or lucid dreaming, like you say, um, where... As like I've said, I've gotten older. It's gotten more. I think I'm more aware of those things, and I kind of mm-hmm. want, like, I've accepted it. So I have a little bit more frequent things happen, and you know. So just to like preface, the movie Insidious, I don't mm-hmm. like, and I don't like to watch it. And yeah. the first time I had watched it, I was like, you know, I thought it was cool. It was interesting. It was scary. It was like fun. But then there was parts of it that I was like, that's a little too um, real for too me. Close. Parts. Yeah, too close yeah. to home. And I was like, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, people may be like, oh, my God, that's crazy. But it's like, um, I it I was like, no, I don't. What, I don't what's the plot that? of Insidious? And, and my apologies, because I remember I saw it, but I, 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 it was a long time ago. And I think I was uh, really drunk. So in Insidious, the boy, uh, there's a little boy, it's a family, and the little boy, well, at least the first one, they've made several different installments. Yet I've watched each one, but I tell my husband every single time we've watched each one, like, I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it because I'm a weird, I'm a dream some weird shit later and I don't want to watch it. And then I'll watch it and I would dream some weird shit later and then I'm like, see, that's why I didn't want to watch it. (laughs) So, you know, he's like, yeah, don't watch it again. But there I go. I don't learn my lesson. Anyway, and so, um, so the first one, it's about a family. They're pretty much, like, haunted by, like, an evil spirit. And um, it's a little boy. He does, like, the astral, um, astral projections. And he um, has, like, an out-of-body experience. But what happens is he can't get back to his body. So he gets oh. lost in, like, the other realm. And um, his dad has that capability, too, but kind of had suppressed it and then realized that he can actually astral project as well. And then is set on a mission to this other dark side to go and find him and bring him back and, you know, like save him because their little boy is pretty much like in a coma. So he, he, he needs to come back, you know, so that's. You know, and it's all about ghosts and scary, spooky things happening. And so, you know, his dad travels to the other side to get him because pretty much this, like, evil creature is, like, you know, pretty much trying to take his soul, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So that's what, kind of in a nutshell, what Insidious is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's parts of that where not that, like, oh, my gosh, I've had something like that because you know but maybe some people have but you know the part that would creep me out where I was like I don't want to (laughs) like I don't want to go on with this was um when they travel to the other side and I sent you a picture of like how I was like and this is what it was like I've had some so I have a yeah the first uh, time yeah that first time that I noticed that was with that story that I told you about that dream. It, everything had gotten really still and quiet. 
And I've learned that, like, you know, because that was so vivid for me that I kept it. You know, I, I wrote that that dream that I had shared with you. I wrote that one down. And since then, I've noticed to be kind of aware of dreams, like when I'm in my dream and if something gets super still and quiet, I pay attention because I, um, you know, will have a visitor, you know, so and it's usually a loved one who's passed on, you know, and um, it's weird because it's very detailed, very, very lifelike, like very real to where, um, you know, it's just like, maybe it's a great creative imagination, you know, it's a great storyteller capability, I guess, but, you know, it's, it's really um, detailed and the feeling that it gives you is what's always stuck with me. So, you know, it's kind of been like over the years, how things have happened, like, you know, as I've gotten older, I've noticed that there's kind of, I'll have more visits or, you know, like I say, if, if all of a sudden we're dreaming and like, it doesn't make sense. And all of a sudden it just gets really quiet. That's when it's like, okay, something, mm-hmm. something's going to happen or something's going on because it's that stillness and it's the quietness that, that, I mean, kind of think of it like in a movie, where like somebody hits pause, but the main character is still like aware yeah, what's going yeah, on, yeah. but everything uh-huh. around them freezes. And then, you know, they're kind of like, whoa, what's going on? That's what will happen. Mm. So like the first time, I mean, if you want me to share that story that I had shared with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in the messenger where you send me, uh, where you said uh, you and Michael call it your visitors. You know, yeah, like, my visitors. You, yeah. Um, but so, yeah, definitely go, go into that story. That's very interesting. So it was, let's see, 20, 2009, I think, 2010. I don't, th- yeah, it was 20, it was after 2010. Um, so Michael had um, lived with a cousin and a roommate. It was a friend. So he, it was three guys, right? It was a Michael, my husband, and then his cousin and his cousin's best friend. And they all lived together in this apartment. And um, I used to go over and hang out with them. And, you know, we all would just kind of hang out and do our things and stuff, you know, good people. And um, one day um, his friend had, I mean, we had seen him. It was a Friday night. I had went into town. And, um, or was I, it was like spring break or something. Yeah, it was in March. And, um, so I was in town and, um, we had all the plan was we were all going to go out on a Friday night and, um, go out to some bars in Houston, whatever. And, um, we had seen his friend and he was like, I'll meet up with y'all tonight, you know, after, after he had to go run some errands or something. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cool. So he, you know, left and we didn't, he never met up with us that night. And then later we come to find out that he tragically had been killed. He um, was robbed and, you know, they shot him and he didn't survive. 
And so, um, you know, yeah, yeah, it was that night. So um, he, we didn't know until like the following, I guess like, so that happened on a Friday night. We finally find out Monday morning, I guess it was something like that um, because it was just weird that he didn't come home like, you know, the whole weekend. So, I mean, it wasn't unusual that he wouldn't have come home that night, but somebody would have heard from him, right? Right, so, especially if he if he was roommates with... Uh... Right, right. So, you know, and not that they were all like, you know, they checked in with each other all the time, but it would be something like, hey, you know, don't lock the top lock or, you know, something like that, because, you know, or whatever, you know, whatever, however they would text each other. I mean, they're, right. they're all guys in their 20s, you know. But anyway... So he, you know, tragically had passed away. It was, you know, something that it was a shock to all of us because it was just like we had just literally saw him hours before that, you know. And so it was just, you know, it it just hurts. Okay. So fast forward four years later, um, Michael and I, I think, yeah, we were married already and we were living in our own apartment. And, um, we had um, our own thing going on, whatever. And um, I had a dream and I had, remember, cause this was like the first time, like I'm getting nervous trying to tell you because it, it's so vivid. It's one of those that that's the one that I had started. No, well, I, I remember, I remember reading it. And, and when I was reading it, um, you know, I couldn't respond right away, but I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. It's like, I, you put me in that. You yeah. put me in like, in that place. I was like, holy yeah. shit, you should be a writer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of what I do, right? You know, I, I write stories and articles and stuff for work, but Anyways, not like not like this. My boss would be like, "Oh my god!" But I've told her some of my <laughs> dreams too. She so she's like, she'll like listen in because she's like, "This is good, right?" But anyway, yeah. um, so okay, so the dream, Michael's friend, you know, the roommate that passed away, his name was Pablo, and um, so like I said, fast forward like four years later, we're you know married, living in our own place or whatever, and um, I had a dream. And the dream was, um, I was, um, I was in this, um, grocery store, like a supermarket, kind of like a H-E-B? <laughs> no, it wasn't H-E-B, more kind of like a Walmart kind of, uh, you know, like your typical grocery store, um, yeah. where, you know, you go down the aisles, you have those big freezers, like where, you know, they put like the meat and stuff like that in there oh, or yeah. you know, frozen foods or whatever you know like in those big deep freezers in the middle of the mm-hmm. store mm-hmm. so it was like that and I was walking down this in this grocery store and it was all the lights were on it was like you know just imagine yourself in a regular grocery store just kind of walking around like if you're going to buy bread or something and you're walking down the aisles and um I was walking and I turned down this one aisle and, um, you know, it's an aisle full of like foods, like, I don't know, like box foods, like macaroni and pastas and whatever, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm walking and when I turned down this one aisle, everything went from light to dark. Like as soon as I turned down the aisle and I was like, okay, that's weird. Because it got super 
dark. Like, and this is where that insidious reference comes in. It got right. really dark and quiet. And I like kind of like foggy, like everything just felt still. And so I was like, huh, that's weird. And so I start walking towards the front of the store. And, you know, in front of the grocery stores, like, you know, you can see those big, like the plexiglass, like kind of you can see out into a parking lot and stuff like that, you know, how they have those big windows. So I noticed that the big windows were really dark, like, I mean, like super dark, not just like, oh, it's dark outside. I can't see. It was like if you're in the middle of the woods, like dark, pitch black, dark, you can't see your hand in front of your face kind of dark and like I was inside the store and I could I couldn't see out but I knew it was dark out there because everything inside the store was dark like the lights were off it was kind of like fog like you know it was just dark and something was out there and like something was calling me out there and I was started walking closer to the window because I was getting curious like what's out there what is that And so I'm walking and um, all of a sudden I hear, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, what? Because the voice sounded familiar. It was a man's voice. And I turn around. From in front of you? Oh, from behind behind me. From behind me. And I just hear, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, what? And when I turned around, it's Michael's roommate, Pablo. He's standing right there. And it's just me and him in the store. And I was like, oh my God, Pablo. And he's like, Linda? He looked at me kind of confused. Like, what are you doing here? Like the way he looked at me though, was like, you can see me? And I was like, yeah, I can see you. And Wait, he, he asked you? He asked yeah, you if you yeah, he asked him. me, can you see me? Like, you know, he's like, you can see me? And I was like, yeah. And I looked at him and I was like, oh my God. And I like got so emotional because, you know, I hadn't seen him in like four years, you know? So I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God. And I go up to him and I like, I was kind of confused. Like, wait a minute. Like this is feeling a little real. Like what, this is random. Why are you here? You know? And, um, in the dream. Right. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, um, yeah, I can see you. And he just kind of looked really confused. And, um, I go, what's out there? Cause I kept wanting to go back to the, the window like to the entrance I wanted to go outside of the store and he's like no don't go out there you you don't go out there and I was like why and he just looked like so worried like he was like no don't you don't belong out there and I was like okay and so um I was like what's going on you know and he's like what are you doing here I said I don't no, should I not be here? And he just kind of like gave me this grin of like how he's always kind of given this like, you know, kind of the smart ass smile that he had. And he's like, uh, no, you don't belong here. And I was like, okay. And so he's like, come on. And like, you know, like, I'll show you. And so I'm walking with him, but he's walking me back down to the aisle where I came from because I'm now like towards the front of the store. And so when he called me, he was closer towards like the aisle where I had originally started, you know? Mm -hmm. And so um, I was like, okay, so we're walking and talking and 
laughing and stuff. And he's walking me. He's leading me back to the, the back of the store, like towards the aisles. And um, after a while, he was just kind of like, all right, well, take care. And he's like, I'll see you later. And I was like, okay, all right, well, bye, you know. And he, you know, said bye in his own way, like the way he used to always, you know, kind of buy, just be like, all right, later. And um, I was like, okay, bye. And I had like turned my back because I was going to start walking back towards the end of the aisle of how I had came in. And when I turned back, I was like, hey, because I was going to ask him something. And when I turned back around, I was like, hey. And it just like, like in an instant, everything went back to life. Like it wasn't dark anymore. Everything, the lights were back on and people were like in the store shopping and you could hear like music playing. And it was like life came back on. And I was like, what the hell? When I realized, because I, you know, kind of did like a back and forth, like, what if I turn back around, will he come back? Or, you know, I have Mm -hmm. questions. And um, that was it. And I woke up and I was like, oh, my God, like that was weird. But the feeling I had when I woke up was like, um, like my heart was racing. And it was like, you know, not that I was scared, but it was like, what the hell was that? Like, that yeah. felt so real. Like, I I talked to him. Like, we had a conversation. Like, I connected with him. Like, I hadn't ever done like that in a dream before. And it was like, that was weird. And I was like, the, the part that had weirded me out the most was like, he looked at me confused. Like, you can see me? And I was like, mm. yeah, I can see you. Can you see me? Like, you know, yeah. uh, the dream right yeah yeah and um but like in that dream it felt like it was more than that and so I was like that was weird and so of course I was like oh my god like I instantly thought like I was visited like you know because like I said growing up grandma said things like that my mom has said things like that like it's possible to dream of you know people like that and so I told my mom, which she thought nothing weird of it. She was like, oh, wow, you know, that's interesting. And yeah, he probably did come to you in a dream, right? Like, okay. But I, like, I didn't have a time, like a hard time convincing her that it happened. She was on board with, yeah, you probably had a visitor. The part that I couldn't wrap my head around was the stillness, the quiet that happened. And that's where I was like, no, but I've never had that before. Like, that was eerie that was weird and um I was like I mean was that like another dimension was it like purgatory or something like what was that you know because that was weird and um you know my mom was like oh well I don't you know I don't know so then I was like okay well I'm gonna tell Michael and you know I was like is he gonna think I'm weird because you know or he's going to just think like, oh, that's a, you know, bunch of baloney, like, you know, yeah, okay, that's weird, you know, whatever, you're making something more out of it. But now when I was telling him in the details, you know, because I didn't tell him right away, I told my mom, but then I told him like a day or two later, but I had, you know, already written it down and like, you know, told him, so I read what I wrote down and then I, you know, told him the story again and he was like, what the hell like you know that's that's weird and so then I told his cousin who you know that was his best friend and he was just kind of like huh that's interesting so none of them 
reacted the way I thought they were, were like, oh, they're just going to laugh at me or just kind of be like, oh, okay, so you dreamt him. Like, you know, big whoop. It was more like the detail, I guess, I could give them. They were like, huh, interesting. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, that probably did happen. Like, you know, especially the way you describe how that happened. And so now, I mean, yeah, I have what I call visitors, you know, yeah I'll have them come to me and tell me something like that and now I can like really pay attention and I'll wake up and I'll tell Michael you know hey guess what you know so and so came to me in a dream and this is what happened and like I'll tell him the whole thing I was like and then she said this or he said that and then whatever and this happened and mm-hmm. he'll be like huh interesting like you know you yeah. like, you know, like want to hear like what happened yeah, yeah. It, 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 me as an outsider, just listening to the story um, of you, uh, what you experienced, it's it's like I, I just, you know, just thinking like, you know, not 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 trying to add to it, but it's almost like like if you were just having a regular dream mm-hmm. and then it's almost like his spirit or soul, whatever that means, spirit or soul. But like his conscious, let's just say his conscious wanted mm-hmm. to reach out to somebody in the living world, right? Right. And and then he broke through, and then he didn't realize, like, oh crap, she could see me, because that yeah. part that part was crazy. Where he's like, you could see me, and then where he yeah. told you you don't want to go outside out there because of what he knows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so so since then, like, you know, after that, when I've had other dreams with visitors, it's not in that dark place like that. It's, you know, I notice it'll get still and quiet. It's kind of like time freezes. Uh And then that person will come to me and like, tell me whatever it is. But like that. I don't know if it's because of what he had told me. I subconsciously, because he said it subconsciously, I've kind of Uh carried that with me now. So I know not to look further than past what's in front of me. You know, because that's within that first time when that was there, I was trying to go further because I was curious of like, what is that? You know, what's out there? Yeah, you know, it it was like 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 an insider's, like, no, you really, you you don't want to do that. So, yeah. Now yeah. it's in your subconscious. So now in your next, uh, in your future dreams, you're going to know not to go out there. Yeah. So I don't go past where I'm supposed to. And so oh. when I saw Insidious and saw that, I was like, oh, no. And so I had to tell Michael, like, I should really learn how to, like, control that and, like, open it so I can yeah. be more receptive. And he's like, no. Don't you be bringing anything around with you. He's like, no, leave no. that alone. Don't do it. I was like, man. And he's like, uh-uh. He's like, I don't know what crazy shit you're going to bring back with you. He's no, like, no. I, I, I don't think you could. No, by controlling it, I honestly, just me, uh, me thinking about it, I don't think by you controlling it, no, you're taking control. I, I don't think you'll be bringing stuff back if anything you you could have control of that dimension i think when we go into a dream it's some kind of weird dimension it has to be another dimension 
I know it's mm. just in our head, in our subconscious, whatever it is, but it's not in this dimension because weird things happen. Like when you when you are shopping in a store and all of a sudden everything gets dark and still, that's not in a natural world. That doesn't happen here. So it's got to right. be another dimension. We go somewhere else. Where do we go? That I don't know. That's why I'm so interested in this. So I had read something that said, like, what you dream, it's Mm. like places that you've seen before or you've experienced somehow. So, like, let's say you dream yourself, like, on an ocean front, you know, there's a cliff on, and you know, behind you or something, and it's this just this ocean front, beautiful side. It could have been that you saw that on a postcard one day, like yeah. walking by, and you saw it and you thought, "Oh, that's nice," and you didn't think two seconds of it more, but mm-hmm. you that registered with you. So one day yeah. you had this dream, and you're all of a sudden at this ocean front with the cliff in the back, and you know you paint this kind of elaborate story. And that that's kind of like what dreams yeah. are. It's like settings, like, you know, whatever mm-hmm. they are, you've kind of experienced that, whether it's in like a movie or it's mm-hmm. in, you know, like a picture you've seen online or something that you read in an article somewhere or, you know, or something. And it's like, you know, the information that your brain collects is just a vast amount. And, yeah, you know, yeah. sometimes something that you won't register with you you know, conscious, consciously, it's like, you know, oh, okay, I'm standing in the grocery line and I'm looking over at the magazines or you see somebody that does something and you're kind of like, well, that was weird. Like, why does that woman, you know, what is that about or something, you know, right. but you don't think any more of it other than like you're standing in line and that was it. But mm. then like, you know, your dreams are like these stories you play in your head. And so you've got to have characters and you've got to have a place and you've got to have, you know, all of these things, you know, in order for them to happen. So that's something that I have read before where it's like, you know, kind of gives you the settings of what your dreams are. And, uh, you know, there's a really good movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's with Robin Williams. Oh, um, my God. Stop. What dreams may stop, come. Stop. 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 You need to stop, Linda. Oh, my God. You're <laughs> reading my mind. I was just going to interrupt you and say I'm going to change the title of this episode to What Dreams May Come. <laughs> I, I swear to yeah. God. I swear to God. Yeah. I'm just going to stop you. I have a notebook in front of me. I didn't write it down. I was just going to tell you. <laughs> I changed my mind. The, episode, the name of this episode is going to be What Dreams May Come. And all of a sudden, yeah. you tell me that right now? <laughs> I told you. What did I tell you in that Facebook Messenger? This is the Twilight Zone. <laughs> you are, you are Miss Cleo. Oh, my God, Linda. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, yeah, I'm that's you, I'm really, telling you the truth, 100%. This is blowing my mind because I was just going to tell you that. Yeah. So, yeah. And we haven't even talked about that. I haven't even mentioned that to you. And I don't, like, yeah, I've never even mentioned that to you. But that's, like, one of, like, I love that movie. It's just, you know, yeah. the whole, whole concept of, like, the dream world and what the afterlife meant. And it, I, I think it's a beautiful movie. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's a really good movie that, um, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, like, what they paint, you know, what you envision. So I kind of, you know, I eat it up with the spoon of that whole movie. And um, yeah, I'm gonna have that's... to watch it again. I'm gonna have to watch it again. As you were talking, 
I'm thinking I'm going to, I was going to name the episode. What was it? Let me read it. Everything's bigger in Texas or something yeah, like that. Either that or I'm going to have to split the episode in two. But yeah, I can't believe you just mentioned that. And I was thinking that. How wow. random. Isn't that well, crazy? Well, I guess maybe it's not that random because we are talking know, about we're ta- dreams. Yeah, we're yeah. talking about dreams. <laughs> right. But that is pretty crazy. That is such a great movie. And, and it's, it is. It's, it's been a long time. But I remember when Robin Williams finding out, you know, the news that he had taken his own yeah. life. It was so tragic. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's just it's almost like the movie. Yeah. It that's was his wife, right? Yeah, yeah, it was his wife. So heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, wow. it's yeah, it's a really, yeah, it made me cry. But I love yeah. that movie. It's it's good. So like you know things about dreams and you know questions. I've always like had questions and we'll look into it and you know like I've always been curious to kind of explore more. But then it's been like you know then I get that whole like insidious movie like that part of it and where it's yeah. like oh i don't know that's kind of like the kukui i don't want to go yeah. i don't want to mess with that like no oh. i don't know there's always there's always going to be that the the both sides of uh, uh or either end of the spectrum of like it's going to be there's a very beautiful dream where you wake up super happy because you dreamed that you know i've had dreams where i dream of my grandma juanita and mm-hmm. And then I wake up happy, like it's like she visited me, like you said, my visitors, you know, and right. or, or like even a pet, a pet that has visited you in a in a dream, yeah. it's something yeah. beautiful. And you wake up not feeling sad, but it's a beautiful feeling because it's like, oh look, look who just visited me last night. But then you're gonna have the other spectrum where it's a dark dream, and those yeah. are always scary, right? But I think they're yeah. all part of our life. It's all part of it, regardless the subconscious or whatever it is that wherever it is that we go to. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's very interesting. Okay. So on this one right here, what, what was the experience you had? So with this one, this one was um, Michael's grandmother. She had um, passed away and like, 2014 I guess or so and um she no 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 I'm sorry yeah 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 around 2014 and um so fast forward to like you know six years later so um we you know I have this dream so we're in a kind of like countryside restaurants and you know kind of like this small town you know there's a whole bunch of different shops and it's you know restaurants and walking distance and really lit up and very pretty and this is kind of like um after sunset so you know it kind of the sun's going down and it's just kind of you know the lights are coming up and there's kind of like those you know, festive, like kind of those light bulbs in in the yards and kind of outside and, you know, just really pretty and kind of, you know, tranquility, you know, it's just kind of peaceful. And um, Michael and I had, in the dream, um, we had dinner plans with um, his mom, I believe. And um, so the whole point of that was, we were going to meet her at the restaurant and, you know, have dinner. It was kind of like if we were on vacation or something. 
And so um, we go and um, we walk in and it's this beautiful restaurant. And when I'm walking in, we see um, Michael's mom already at a table. And, you know, this is a small little table. It's a beautiful, like a bistro kind of a restaurant. And it's got, you know, the white table covers and like little candlelights on tables and there's flowers and, you know, kind of a warm setting. And um, she's already sitting at the table and there's a chair open, like somebody, it was meant for somebody else to be there because it's a table of four. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Michael and I sit down and um, she's like, you know, his, my mother-in-law's like, oh, somebody, you know, grandma's coming. And I was like, grandma's coming, which I didn't know if it meant her mom or Michael's other grandma, because her mom is still alive. The grandma that passed away was Michael's other grandma from his dad's side, you know? Yeah. And so I was like, okay. And so I was sitting there and, you know, you could hear the music and people talking like, you know, the ambiance is just like if you were in any restaurant, right? Right. And then all of a sudden, his grandma, uh, her name was Tochi. So um, she what was, was Japanese. Tochi, like T-O-S-H-I-E. Oh, yeah, she's, yeah, she's Japanese. Japanese yeah. yeah, he's part Japanese. So it was his Japanese grandma, his grandma Tochi. She comes in. Maybe and, that's why I was a ninja. Uh, maybe. There you go. I was going to meet Michael one day. <laughs> that's what it was. You were going to meet him. And he was going to change your world forever. There, don't ninjas come from Japan? Yeah. It's not, yeah, it's not, it's yeah, not yeah, China, yeah. right? No, no. They're Japanese. Yeah, Japanese. So anyways. His, his Japanese grandmother comes in. Grandma Tochi comes in. And um, she sits down at the table. And when she sits down, I look up at her. Because I was looking down like, I don't know, like I was putting a napkin on my lap. And then um, she looks up at me. Or I mean, I'm sorry. I look up at her. And then I just notice everything gets quiet and still. And I'm like, okay, okay. You know, this is a visitor. When so, that happens, when, when when it gets quiet and still, do you realize, like like right now what you said, this is a visitor, do you realize you know what's about to happen? I do now. I mean, you I did now? it before. So th th maybe that's, way, that, that's where you become lucid then? That's where you yeah. become, no, like, it becomes a vivid dream where you know you're in a dream. Right. Yeah. Mm, okay, okay. Yeah. So then, you know, I was like, okay, because I, as soon as it gets quiet and still, I'm like, ah, okay, I know what's going to about, like, what's going to happen, you know, somebody's coming to me, and so I looked up, and that's when, you know, it was like, the stillness happens, and she looked at me, and she starts talking, and one thing that you have to know about his grandmother is that she would talk, but she would go off on, like, these stories, and she would just kind of go on and not like she had these very long stories she would talk she was a talker mm. and so you know sometimes she would talk so much and people would kind of like uh, okay like you know tune out tune back <laughs> in <laughs> you know it's kind of like that mm -hmm. and um so I was like okay and so she started talking but then she it was funny because she started doing like she was gonna kind of just I guess like ramble but I was like, okay, 
I was like, okay, grandma. And I had like leaned on the table, put my elbow on the table and like everything froze. So it was like my mother-in-law and my husband that were like sitting because I was sitting across from his grandma and they were sitting on the sides, right? Like on the four, you know, four Mm -hmm. table person, uh, table. And I just kind of was like, okay, like tell me like, what do you want to tell me? And she just looked at me and she's like, you can hear me? And I was like, yes, I can hear you. And it was just like, she just like, her eyes got big. She goes, you can hear me. I was like, yes, grandma, I can hear you. What what are you wanting to say? Like, just tell me. And she was like, okay. She goes, I didn't know you could hear me. Okay. And so she starts talking to me and she's telling me like, about like whatever was bothering her that she had you know seen something and you know something wasn't sitting with her right about you know one of the family members and you know she was concerned about something and you know she was telling me and she was like you know this is not right I this is how I feel tell him this and you know and I was like okay okay she's like I'm not happy about that like this is not it that's not what's supposed to be happening I was like, okay, okay, I will tell him. I like, I hear you loud and clear. I will tell him. And she's like, okay. And she just looked at me and she was like, like just nodding, like, okay, so you hear me. And I was like, yes, grandma, I hear you. Like, you know, cause she kind of would, you know, tend, like I said, she tends to ramble. And so I was like, yeah, okay, I, I will tell him. And she just kind of nodded and she was like, she smiled. She's like, okay. Like, I'm so glad you can hear me. I was like, yeah, I can anytime, you know, like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then she was like, okay. And then it just like clicked back on and Michael's mom was back in the picture and Michael was at the Mm. dinner and everything was like, you know, a waiter comes up to us and stuff. And then all of a sudden I was like, "Um, I've got to go to the restroom. So I get up and I leave. When I come back, she's gone, you know, and then, um, it's just me and Michael in the dream. And it was like, you know, we left the dinner. It was like if we already had dinner or something. And then, you know, I guess we walk out of the restaurant or something. And I wake up and I yeah. had, you know, when I woke up, I had told Michael, I was like, oh, my God, I just gra- dreamt your grandma. And he's yeah. like, what? And I was telling him and he starts laughing. He's like, oh, my God, she probably was. That probably was her. And she was freaking the hell out. Like. Yeah. Finally, somebody I've been able to connect with somebody in the family and they can hear me and they're willing yeah, to yeah. listen to me, you know? And I was like, yeah, but the way it was, she was like, you can hear me? Like, you yeah. know? And I was like, kind of yeah. like Pablo, kind of like Pablo, where he was like, yeah, where he was like, you can see me. Yeah. Can see and this me. time it was like, because she, she was already starting to talk and I had just like stopped her and was like, okay, yeah. just That's where, uh, tell my, me. My, my deal calls it the talkies. My, my the, Raul, the talkies. He's like the talkies. <laughs> the talkies. It's like my mom gets the talkies, and then after she gets the talkies, you can't, you can't stop her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's what she would get. She would get the talkies. And it was <laughs> funny because, like, when she was alive, she would start these stories, and it would be like, okay. And so, you know, like, Michael and his brother would be like, "Where's this going?" <laughs> yeah, you know, and it would be like, uh huh. Uh-huh. And kind of like mm-hmm. literally looking around the room, like, uh-huh. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah, not even yeah, paying attention yeah. anymore. And so, you know, she just would go on like that. And so in the dream, she was starting to say something. And then it was kind of like she was gonna start 
getting the talkies and that's why I was like no like okay yeah. I, I'm here <laughs> just tell me what you want is and that's yeah. when she was like you can hear me I was like yes I can hear you so just get, like get to the point tell me what you want to know what you what I need to know when, and when so you, you know I woke up and I had told you know Michael that and uh, his brother that and his mom and stuff and they were like oh my god that's so crazy and I was like well this is her important message that she wanted to communicate so I'm just letting y'all know that again I am the messenger that dream had nothing really to do about me instead she wanted you know y'all to know this here's the here's the thing of uh, you know it's like crossing my mind it's like Okay, so when you're in there, you don't know you're like dreaming or or do you? Do you know that you're dreaming? When that happens, um, when the stillness and the quietness when, Yeah, yeah, I do. You do? I do. Okay. So that's yeah. a part of you kinda like like we're 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 gonna we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna yeah. wrap it up, but but I just wanna kinda close it up with this. Like do you know so if you know that you're dreaming, do you ever have control in what you do? Yes, I've learned how to do that. I've learned. Mm-hmm. I just recently learned how to do that. Mm-hmm. So I had talked to somebody about these frequent nightmares that I was telling you about that I've had where it's like, you know, the outcome's always the same. The scenario is just a little bit different each time. Yeah. But it was always like, you know, like my worst fear coming true. Yeah. And so I had talked to somebody about that on like, you know, it's really, you know, like, is this stemming from anxiety? Is it, you know, what is this? Like, you know, because, you know, I think anxiety, depression and things of that sort, those are real, you know, mental issues. I think that it definitely impacts your health, right? Your mental health is part of your overall health anyway. So I think whatever you have going on in your life can manifest itself in your dream. manifest itself in its in your dreams and so you know I had talked to somebody about like this is what's going on like what you know what do I do like you know it's like you know kind of felt back like a little kid like I had a bad dream mommy what do I do you know and so I had talked to somebody about it and they were like well you know you can control your dreams right and I was like well I mean yeah to a certain extent right they're like no 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 you can control the outcome I was like, well, how? And they're like, dreams are just basically a story. You, It's like a movie you're playing uh-huh. in your head when you're asleep. And they're like, so if you, you know, are going through this scenario in your head and you're starting to feel that like, oh, no, it's starting to turn into this nightmare to the scary part. They're like, and if you start realizing the scary things that are happening They're like, while you're dreaming, if you look to your left while you're dreaming, like, you know, you can realize that this is happening. Look to the left. And that's how you realize that you're dreaming. You should be able to go in and control it. And I was like, that sounds weird and complicated. Like, how does that even work? You know, and uh, this person had told me, like, if you wake up, like scared of it, you know, go back to, you know, close your eyes. Try to think of the dream, look to your left, and then go back to sleep. You should be able to replay the same dream in your head. And then you know that now you're dreaming. You can control the outcome of how you want 
what you want to have happen. And if you can control the outcome, you should be able to stop the nightmare. And I was like, really? So I was like, yeah, okay. I don't know. That sounds a little hocus pocus, a little too hokey. Like, I don't know. Right. A little bit too hippie. So I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So I wrote it down and thought, okay, well, you know, and again, this person had that, you know, dream journal and all of that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I had, you know, a week or two had passed after I had that conversation. And um, it was, I guess, in some points in July, right? Last had the nightmare. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, it was playing out the same, you know, again, that same outcome, scary dream. And I woke up like my heart beating, sweating. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, of course, it involved my kids and my husband and like, you know, kind of like you're just your worst nightmares, your, your worst dreams. And I was like, you know, panting, like sweating, like, oh, my God, you know, it was so scary. And I look over and I see, you know, of course, my kids asleep and, you know, Michael's asleep, you know, everyone, the baby monitor, they're all asleep. So it's like that sigh of relief of like, oh, thank God, you know, it was just a dream. But it was like, you know, scared the crap out of me. So I was like, wait, I remember they said, you know, this person said, if I close my eyes and look to the left and replay the dream in my head right now, I should be able to control it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm going to try it. And again, this is like at like, what, two o'clock in the morning or something like that, you know, when I wake up panting. So it was like, you know, like, can you do that? So I was like, what the hell? I'm half asleep anyway. Let's try it. So I close my eyes and I look to the left and I start replaying the details of the dream of like, you know, what the most scariest parts. Right. And I was like, okay. So I instantly like fall asleep and I, you know, I fall, I fall back to sleep thinking of the dream replaying it in my head. And in that dream, it was the same scenario playing out as what I had just dreamt. And it was like, you know, getting to that really scary part. And I have remembered that like, I can control this. This is different. I'm not the little kid. And so like I stood up to the big, bad, scary monster in my dream, you know, as my present day self, you know, and was able to like fight off the the kukui in my dream, you know, this the the monster and say like, no, enough is enough. Like this ain't happening, you know, and, um, you know, kind of pretty much stood up to the monster and, you know, fell back to sleep like they ran away they didn't do the harm that they were gonna do in the dream and it scared me like you know to stand up to it but I was like oh my god and so I fell back to sleep you know woke up um in the morning because I was able to go to sleep and I don't remember dreaming after that but you know I woke up in the morning and was like hey it worked like you know I was able to go back in there and you know confront it and, you know, I haven't had that nightmare again, but it was, you know, for a while there, it was, you know, kind of constant. It would happen every so often. Now, if I have it come again in September or something, then I'm going to be like, man, that didn't work. <laughs> like, you know, uh, but, yeah. you know, so far it, it has, but it, it, you know, it did. And I haven't felt that, you know, like that, um, nervousness or anxiousness around that type of dream because it was just you know this you know like that's why I was like I don't know where this is coming from is it just like you know 
stress induced with everything that's going on in the world and feeling like you have no control over anything or what, you know, where's the stemming from? But the point was like, there's something about whatever you tell yourself before you go to sleep, you could really, because whatever you're telling yourself, it's going into your subconscious mind. And when you go into the dream state, uh, I feel like whatever you plant, whatever seed you planted in it, it might come to fruition. What's the word? Mm -hmm. Fruition. Fruition. Because whatever you tell yourself, like it, it will really happen, you know. Yeah. When when you're in the dream state, because I remember I used to have nightmares and I, and then I don't know where did I learned this or where where it was, but that I heard from it. But I started telling myself right before I fell asleep, I'm not oh. gonna have nightmares. I'm not gonna <sighs> have nightmares. And then I stopped having nightmares. You know. Hold on, I'm gonna have to write back. My phone died. And that was the episode, my friends. That is all for today. My cousin's phone died, so it just kind of like ended all of a sudden. But I hope you enjoyed the episode, my friends. And we will be back. We'll be recording way more. I've done a lot of episodes this year, and I'm 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 happy. I've done over twenty some twenty five. My goal was to just do, I think, 12, no, 24 episodes this year, two two a month, and I'm definitely over 25, I believe, or 30. What did I start with? In, in the beginning of the year, I think I started with, it was in the low 200s, so it's really cool. I, I'm really happy with the downloads, too. I, I try not to pay attention too much because sometimes when i take a break the downloads are not there it's like i gotta rebuild the listenership so the downloads are super low they're not super low but they're not as high as they used to you know and i'm happy that just in the last um three four episodes everybody's been uh, very supportive and sharing it and taking screenshots you know you know the huge and so I, I'm really happy. And the feedback, too. The feedback's great. So thank you, guys. Thank you all. And keep supporting the show. I hope you guys have a good rest of the week. And I love you. I love you. I love you.